Omaha, Omaha, Boo, three, two, B rolling over. It's time for a B rolling over. What's up, everyone? This is Nathan for B rolling over. And my goodness, what a crazy conference championship day that was for the NFL. My, my, my goodness. And we're going to talk about everything about about that. By the way, interesting statistic. For the first time ever, there were two overtime. Both conference championship games went into overtime for the first time in NFL history on the same day. Before the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs went into overtime, the last AFC championship game that went to overtime was in 1986 between the Denver Broncos and the Cleveland Browns. So, let's get to the NFC championship game discussion first. Drew Brees, Sean Payton, and the New Orleans Saints had a... First off, on that last drive, that last drive during regulation, that they had, they had every, they had every chance, and surprisingly, bizarre enough, Sean Payne didn't think about, because it was around, what was it, a minute and 15, and... He decided to pass the ball when it was first down instead of... But what he should have done was run the clock down, make the Rams force timeouts, and then they could have ran down the clock, and all they would have to do is kick a chipper shot field goal, and they would be heading to the Super Bowl right now. And of course, yes, I do... Yes, everybody has been talking about that no-call defenseless receiver and the Rams' secondary man hits the receiver that was defenseless, didn't even have the ball in position. And everybody's saying, yes, that was a terrible no-call, but there have been there were plenty of other penalties that should have been called as well throughout the whole entire game. The way that I see it, as your name tree, as your name tree says, the football gods show no mercy. I think this is karma for Bounty Gate from 2009. That no call was the football gods shining upon them. We are even now. We are even for what you have done. From the past for football. We have the referees not call that a penalty. And you ended up going to your second Super Bowl in your franchise history. Instead we forced this game into overtime. And Drew Brees picked the worst. I mean what are the odds of Drew Brees throwing the ball. Having that ball air out, not only that, but the wide receiver pushing, I think his name is John Johnson, 
John Johnson down, and the ball going right straight to the old breadbasket of John Johnson as he's falling to the ground. And then, of course, all the Rams had to do was get in field goal position, and with Greg Zerlin as their kicker, my goodness. Which, come to think of it, Greg Zerlin came in clutch. And the, and the bizarre part is the tying field goal was for 48 yards, and the game-winning field goal was 57 yards, which means if you add them together, more than the length of a football field. He kicked two field goals that equated to more than the length of a football field. Think about that. And that's as clutch kicker as you can get by Greg Zerlin. My goodness. 23-20 win. Sean Payton and Drew Brees as their first playoff loss in the Superdome. And they picked the worst timing on being a step closer to getting to the Super Bowl yet again. Now, let's talk about the AFC Championship game. Now, I want to say this first, but the, because the overtime rules of the NFL is first team, first team that scores a touchdown wins. If they kick a field goal, gives the other team an opportunity to go down the field and either tie the game with a field goal or score a touchdown to win it. Well, I think the NFC Championship game, when it went to overtime, was more entertaining because you got to see both teams have a chance. Made the tension and the suspense of who is going to win. Yeah, sure, for the Rams, all they had to do was kick a field goal, but at least each team had a chance. On the other hand, with the AFC Championship game, if you call the coin toss, go all the way down the field, and score a touchdown, that's the game. Which, bizarrely enough, every single time they called the coin toss, I was like, tails. Ended up being tails. AFC Championship game. I'm like, mm, let me guess here. Oh, the Patriots call heads, so I'm guessing it's going to be called heads. It is heads. Wow. Patriots going all the way down the field. Yes, the Kansas City Chiefs defense did have a chance to stop them. But you ruined the chances of an even better game. I'm not outraged because it's just the Patriots going to another Super Bowl. I am outraged because you have robbed the fans the viewing public of a better game. This was going to be a classic, but this could have been more of a classic. Imagine this. Let's say we have similar rules to college football. 
Tom Brady and the Patriots go down the field. It's a touchdown. They go for the PAT. It's up and it's good. Now Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will have a chance to at least tie the game up. Can the Patriots hold on? Or will the Kansas City Chiefs find a way to extend this game? Patrick Mahomes, you have robbed the people of Patrick Mahomes getting a chance to play in overtime. I would still be outraged, maybe not this outraged, if it was the other way around, the Chiefs beat the Patriots, but I'm still outraged. I was so outraged with these, with the stupid NFL overtime rules that I even sent a letter to the commissioner. Will it be read? Probably not. But I just wanted to find something to make sense. It was a one-sided AFC championship game. In the first half, it was 14 to nothing. 14 to nothing. Then we ended up having a classic game in the second half. Went back and forth. It seemed like the Chiefs were going to find a way to hold on. No, the Patriots score. Looks like the Patriots might go to the Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs go all the way down. And Patrick Mahomes even hands the ball up to... To... Dan Williams. And he scores a touchdown. It's... Looks like Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they just need to hold on. Nope, Tom Brady with a minute 15 going all the way down the field, and they score a touchdown. Making it 31-28, Patrick Mahomes, not a lot of time. Finds a way to get all the way down the field, especially a wonderful pass to Sammy Watkins. Field goal up, good, tie 31 with 11 seconds left. Patriots just kneel the ball. We're heading to overtime. Coin toss. The Patriots call heads. It is heads. Going down the field. Third down. Chiefs need to hold on. Third down. And a quick slant pass to Julian Edelman at the first down. Chiefs hold down. Chiefs hold down. Chiefs hold down. And another quick slant pass to Julian Edelman for a first down. Hold them down. Hold them down. And a fadeaway pass to Rob Gronkowski makes the catch. And they hand up to Rex Burkhead. Burkhead. Oh, comes close to a touchdown. Second and goal. Hands the ball to Rex Burkhead. Goes, runs through the middle. It's a touchdown. And the Patriots win. 37-31. to Yeah, isn't that exciting, everyone? Patriots go all the way down the field, score a touchdown, and that's the game. Wow, yeah, that's exciting. It should have been. Oh, score a touchdown, PAT. Up good, 38-31. Patrick Mahomes will get his chance. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs offense will have a chance to... 
march down the field and hopefully the tie the game or will the Patriots hold on and head to the Super Bowl? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Oh, the suspense, the tension. Can you imagine that? That's what the NFL robbed us of. With that stupid overtime rule. A touchdown or safety, and that will be end of game. You're telling me a flip of a coin toss, a flip of a coin toss will decide in overtime of who wins the game. What's the point of even going through overtime in the first place if all it is relied on is a coin toss? Whoever wins the coin toss is most likely going to win the game. I don't understand you, NFL, and do you need to be habla? Do you need me to speak in a different language for you to understand? Do you not habla? Do you not habla with me? Another example, coincidentally, Super Bowl 51. That's what I got flashbacks of. Super Bowl 51. Can you imagine? This is the first overtime in the Super Bowl. First overtime in an NFL championship game since the greatest game ever played of the 1958 NFL championship game. Can you imagine that all of this and the Patriots are about to make the greatest comeback? And all they have to do is score a touchdown. They score a touchdown. The comeback is complete, but the fans don't feel as satisfied. That is unfair. Why do they get a chance to score, but not the other team? Wouldn't it make it more exciting and even memorable of a game if the other team had a chance to go down the field and score? In overtime? Wouldn't that make sense? The, I'll say again, the NFL are the greatest robbers of classic overtime games. They are with the stupid overtime rule. In the, it's not just in the playoffs, but even during the regular season. This, these are stupid rules. You give, this is what the rule should be. Each team has a chance to score. Each team will have a position, a chance to score. Then after that, it is sudden death. Any point wins the game after that. So let's say both the teams score a touchdown. And it will come down to the next points to win. Everyone at the edge of their seat, playing around, 
Will it be the Patriots? Will it be the Chiefs? How will they score? Will it be? Will we somehow see a game-winning safety? Will we end up seeing a game-winning field goal? Will we see a, a game-winning touchdown pass? Will we see somehow a QB sneak? I don't know. But someone has to win the game. Wouldn't that be more exciting? After each team has a fair chance to go down the field, let's say both of them score touchdowns, as I said, then you make it next point wins. Doesn't matter if it's a safety, a field goal, or even a touchdown. Does that make any sense to you, NFL? Does that make any sense? <sighs> Anyways, we have the Patriots and the Rams. And I didn't realize it till now. But we have our second straight Boston versus LA championship. Yeah, because we have the Boston Red Sox versus the LA Dodgers. And now we have the New England Patriots facing against the L.A. Rams in the Super Bowl. A rematch of Super Bowl 36. <laughs> if Tom Brady ends up winning this Super Bowl, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past on early retirement because that... If this was a story... And it goes full circle. Because his first Super Bowl was in Super Bowl 36. He won that one. With some help of Drew Bledsoe. Everybody forgets about the AFC Championship game. But Drew Bledsoe helped out in that AFC Championship game. Against Pittsburgh. Everyone forgets about that. And also an interesting fact, apparently with Alabama and New England, both teams don't win their championships in the same year when they play in championships. Alabama lost to Clemson this year. So, everybody is saying, well, shoot, I guess that means the New England Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. Because if Alabama wins a championship, the Patriots lose a championship. Whenever the Patriots win a championship, the Alabama Crimson Tide don't win a championship that year. This could be the first year that its new team wins a championship. This is the first time for everything. But anyways, yeah, they need to change the NFL overtime rules for both regulation and the playoffs. It shouldn't be just a field goal and then the other team gets a chance of position. It should be... Both teams have a chance to score. 
Therefore, you end up having a more exciting game. Therefore, you end up probably even gaining up more ratings, NFL. This isn't rocket science. This isn't even heart surgery. Anyways, for the LA Rams, Sean McVay ends up becoming the youngest coach to go to the Super Bowl, and Jared Goff ends up becoming the youngest quarterback to play in the Super Bowl at the age of 24 years old. The NFL wanted Patriots and the Rams. They got that. NFL fans are disappointed. And pretty much almost the whole entire country of the United States want the LA Rams to beat the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady has gone one more Super Bowl than the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. Think about that. A individual person has gone to one more Super Bowl than a long-existing NFL franchise of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Nine Super Bowl appearances by Tom Brady. And this will be the New England Patriots. Let me see here. 11th Super Bowl appearance out of 53. Hey, we got a 9 11 reference. Tom Brady's ninth Super Bowl appearance and the New England Patriots' 11th Super Bowl appearance. Anyways, it's been confirmed now that the LA Rams will be wearing their throwback jerseys for Super Bowl 53, which is very exciting. I feel bad for the fan for the fans in Atlanta. I mean, it could have been a whole lot worse. It, they could have seen the New Orleans Saints being their division rival being in the Super Bowl. But having to see, they don't mind the Rams. The Rams haven't done that much harm to the Atlanta Falcons. But seeing the team that constantly reminds them of how close they were of winning their first Super Bowl in their franchise history and seeing that team play in their building of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the New England Patriots playing in Atlanta. The worst that it could get would be if the New England Patriots won in Atlanta because that would be twice that the New England Patriots in a bizarre way Ruin the fun for Atlanta fans in a Super Bowl. <laughs> so Rams and Patriots. 
A Super Bowl 36 rematch. Jared Goff facing against Tom Brady. Boy, where have I heard this before? <clears throat> A young quarterback that, that is on its way of... A young quarterback that has come out of nowhere. <clears throat> come out of nowhere. Facing against a very familiar veteran. <clears throat> In the Super Bowl. Hmm. It's at the tip of my tongue. Hmm. Oh, yeah, it reminds me of Super Bowl 36 when Tom Brady faced against Kurt Warner. Mm hmm. We shall see. With the LA Rams. The LA Rams. The Rams have won a Super Bowl in their franchise history, but that was when they were with St. Louis. The Rams have never won a Super Bowl at in Los Angeles. The last team from L.A. that actually won a Super Bowl was the L.A. Raiders. <clears throat> when the L.A. Raiders beat the Washington Redskins and that well-known Marcus Allen run, 38-9 the final score. But it should be interesting. That's all I have to say. But NFL, during the offseason, the first thing that you need to change in the rules is your over your regular uh, regular season and playoff overtime rules. Which the funny, the funny thing is, it might take them probably another 16 years just to get rid of that rule and, and change the rules. Because we all know that one tuck rule game, and everybody was saying the tuck rule is a ridiculous rule. And you would think after that they would change the rules, the, the tuck rule during the offseason for the next season. They didn't. They finally changed it 16 years later after that tuck rule game. But I wouldn't put it past it if during the Super Bowl a controversial call ended up costing a team the Super Bowl. Just watch. The LA Rams score a game-winning touchdown. They'll call it back for some stupid holding call. New England Patriots have a chance to go down the field. New England Patriots ended up, end up winning the Super Bowl. Tom Brady gets to meet up with his buddy, Donald Trump. And he'll get that fast food buffet. With a nice McDonald's parfait. Just watch.
And you'll see what I'm talking about. Now, of course, with the topic of the of how they should change the overtime rules, uh, I was listening to the radio, and for CBS Sports, there was a Bill Ryder, and Bill Ryder was explaining what he would do. He would not do the college football overtime rules. What he would do is instead, okay, the Patriots get the ball, Patriots go down the field, they score a touchdown. Kansas City Chiefs will get a chance with Mahomes. If they do score a touchdown, they are forced to go for a two-point conversion to go for the win. And I think that's an interesting concept because that would make every game, if when it comes to overtime, make sure that it's edge of your seat excitement and it would always come down to a two-point conversion if the other team does score a touchdown and it also gives the fair chance of each team having a chance chance to score but i can understand how some there are some fans that make a valid point of hey you had your chance you're you, ha- you just have to make sure to have a better defense to hold down your opponent to prevent them from scoring a touchdown on the first drive of overtime. Which, yeah, they have a valid point with that. But but personally, I think you either go, each team has a chance of position, and if both teams score a touchdown and it's still tied, next point wins no matter what. It could be a safety, it could be a field goal, it could be a touchdown. After that. Or, as Bill Ryder, I actually think Bill Ryder's suggestion is a really great one, to be honest. Uh, have the team go down, they go for a touchdown, they can go for a PAT. They go for the PAT and give the other chance. The, uh, in this case, the Kansas City Chiefs give the ball to Mahomes. He has a chance to go down the field to score a touchdown, but they have to go for a two-point conversion. So it would either be for... So it's will always be edge of your seat, excitement on a two-point conversion to determine a win or a loss in overtime. So... Also, I, I, I was doing some research to double-check to make sure because in the Super Bowl, seeding-wise, these are not the number one seeded teams. The number one seeded teams were the Chiefs and the Saints. The Chiefs for the AFC and the Saints for the NFC. The Patriots and the Rams are the number two seeded teams. And they're facing each other in the Super Bowl. So you know what that means, everybody. Besides Boston versus L.A. Part 3 and a rematch of the Super Bowl. Welcome to the Shite Bowl. <clears throat> Excuse me. Welcome to the Shite Bowl, baby. Or the Super Bowl. As they would say in Bob's Burgers. The Super Bowl. That's right. This is the first time ever in during the Super Bowl era that the Super Bowl matchup has 
teams from both the conferences being a number two seed. Add that cherry on top of this piece of boop. Especially the way that you have the controversial calls <laughs> in both the conference championship games. This should have been a win. This should have been a win for, for the NFL. This should have been a win, a miraculous win, both of the conference championship games going to overtime. You have the top four highest scoring offenses playing each other in the conference in each of the conference championship games. And you end up blowing it with all these stupid no calls and and penalties and Good golly, how could you mess this up? Another thing to keep in mind also, you know everyone says that the greatest upset in Super Bowl history is either Super Bowl Free with Joe Namath and the New York Jets beating the Baltimore Giant United and the Baltimore Colts 16-7 because of that time the AFL just couldn't win at all. Or Super Bowl 42 with the New York Giants facing against the New England Patriots, which all they needed was just one more win, and they would become the first team in in NFL history to be 19-0. But there's an underrated Super Bowl Super Bowl upset. If you're going by statistically and seeding-wise. Super Bowl forty. I know what everyone is saying. The only upset was the outrage and the upset over the refs' calls on the Seattle Seahawks. I get it. But with the seeding, the Seattle Seahawks in that season, when they went to the playoffs... They were the number one seed as hard as that is to to believe during that during that season. They ended up being the number one seed. The Pittsburgh Steelers were a wild card team and were the sixth seed. Of course I can understand why everybody doesn't claim that as Really an upset. The Pittsburgh Steelers are well known in their history of getting to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. But. Statistically seeding wise. This is probably the third. The third greatest upset or in my case the most underrated upset in Super Bowl history if you're going by seeding wise yes I do realize that Jerome Best was born in Detroit everybody has their controversy thinking you know Jerome Best was going to announce his retirement they tried it any way possible to make sure that the Steelers ended up being on top, Jerome Bettis wins the Super Bowl, retires, and he retires at his 
retires winning the Super Bowl in his hometown of Detroit, Michigan. And also another interesting fact for everybody. An inter a fantastic football fact to let everyone know. The last time a number one uh, not number a number two seed was it was playing in the Super Bowl was Super Bowl fifty one, the Atlanta Falcons. Super Bowl fifty one, the Atlanta Falcons were the number two seed. Another fantastic football fact to keep in mind, but their other Super Bowl appearance facing against the Denver Broncos in let me see Super Bowl ah Super Bowl thirty three. Guess what? The Atlanta Falcons were also a number two seed when they went to the Super Bowl. And they also lost the Super Bowl as well. So just to keep that in mind, Atlanta fans. So Atlanta Falcons, if you want to find a way to get in the playoffs, but at the same time find a way to win the Super Bowl, maybe try not to be the number two seed of the NFC, alright? Try to be number one. That way you don't find any pot, but then again, this is Atlanta. Atlanta sports is full of woes. But hey, look at the plus side, Atlanta. At least you finally have an ML you finally have an MLS Cup champion. Right? You know, with the Patriots winning all these Super Bowls, you would think at some point maybe the NFL would try to find a way to have Foxborough uh, host the Super Bowl. No? All right. Yeah, I'm just saying. Donald Trump will find a way to make sure to make that happen. Robert Kraft is one of my wonderful... Wonderful and huge friends right there. You know, so I'll make sure that if Tom Brady and the New England Patriots win the Super Bowl, I will make sure that instead of McDonald's, I get him Wendy's. Anything that is best for my tummy, boy. Another interesting, fantastic football fact to keep in mind. The last time the LA Rams were in the Super Bowl, as the LA Rams, I know this gets kind of confusing because then they went to St. Louis. So, the last time the Rams were LA Rams was 40 years ago, they went to the Super Bowl, and they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers. 31-19. But, a very interesting fact of that specific Super Bowl that the LA Rams were in, they had a halftime lead of 19-17. to 
Yeah. So that goes to show just because you're in the lead in the Super Bowl. And also, that same Super Bowl was played in the Rose Bowl. And that was the closest you got to a Super Bowl team playing in their own stadium for the Super Bowl. One of those rare, closest few cases of a Super Bowl team playing in their own stadium. But the years of the Super Bowls that the Rams have been in. L.A., both L.A. and St. Louis. 1979. 1999. 2001. 2019. Three out of those four Super Bowls end with the number nine of the year. So, keep that in mind, Rams fans. Keep that in mind. Nine, 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 nine. The NFL actually have a has a plan of maybe of having the coaches challenging what should be a penalty if there is a no call. That that is on the table that was probably on the maybe pile but maybe after this offseason they'll realize maybe put in maybe we should make this happen pile that way as some people are calling this that way ref ball doesn't get in the way of a of how the game is being (laughs) of the players playing the game and not having a ref decide a moment, especially costing a team to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, I would hate to be D4 right now. What should have been a game-winning ceiling interception during regulation, but because D4 went offsides... Neutral infraction. Therefore, the Patriots got a five-yard penalty. And and that kept their drive alive of leading up to them scoring that touchdown, making it 31-28. They're just looking at uh, Kansas City Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes finding a way to get down the field with around 39 seconds. And and took 28 seconds and to set up in great field goal position. That's crazy. We all know this is the Super Bowl that the NFL wanted. uh, New England Patriots versus the LA Rams. So. We shall see. And it should be an interesting offseason. Especially with. Maybe there will be some rule changes. But then again, remember the year of the tuck rule that happened. Of the tuck rule. They didn't change that rule. You would think they would have tried to work on changing that rule after the tuck rule game. But it took them 16 years to change that rule. So, 
Maybe this will be one of those cases. Maybe they'll get their shoot together and find a way to have some of these rules be implemented maybe by next season or two two NFL seasons from now. Probably this will be implemented for next season because remember the 2009 NFC Championship game when it went into overtime and the New Orleans Saints won by a field goal. The NFL realized they robbed their themselves of you know a chance of even of a better game than what was shown and. So they decided to change the overtime rules to make it that if you go for a field goal on the first position, if you won the coin toss and you go all the way down the field and you kick a field goal, the other team has a chance to score a touchdown or kick a field goal. And then after that, the next team that the next team that scores any points in any way possible wins the game. And also having it be, you know, team drives down the field, touchdown, that's it, that's the game. But I think they need to readjust with this rule. You've heard the, the couple examples. My example, I, I think maybe Bill Riders might make a lot more sense. Or there's even some people that say, hey, if you don't have a great defense, then you don't even deserve to win the game in the first place. If your defense can't hold down a team just for one drive. But hey. It's just a game in the long run. But it's just. We need this game to be a little bit more fair. A little bit more fair. (laughs) And entertaining. And to make sure that we have less concussions as well. Thank you everybody for listening to Be Rolling Over. As I'm Nathan saying so long until next time on The Gridiron. If you enjoyed this podcast, there are other podcast episodes that you can check out of Be Rolling Over on the Anchor app, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast. Even on Spotify. Also, there's an upcoming event around February 16th. If you are around the Venture County area, please do check out the the indi- the industry horror Ventura. Valentine's Mafia Casino Date Night and yours truly will be the MC. It will be on February 16th. It will be from 7 o'clock p.m. to I do believe around 2 a.m. Grab your best suit suit and fedora and we even have wonderful Italian cuisine. But be careful. Maybe the ragu might be extra red, if you know what I mean.
Also, this is sponsored by Industry Horror. Industry Horror is a nonprofit that hires people with with people with special needs and on the autism spectrum. All the money that is all the money goes to paying the workers with special needs and and autistic as well. Please do check out industryhorror.com. There is some very interesting and unique screen printed designs on t-shirts, hoodies, sweaters, and even some nice looking flannel shirts. And we even and also if you are in the Venture area, also check out the Industry Horror Boutique Shop. It's off of 518 East Main Street in downtown Ventura, right next to the Buffalo Exchange Store. Industry Horror. Screen printing with a conscience. If you want to find a way to contact me, I have an Instagram uh, under the name of SportsBooth32. I also have a Twitter of NateDogSports. Please let me know if you have enjoyed my podcast or if you think they need to be improved. I really do appreciate any type of criticism, no matter what. Thank you again for listening. And so on until next time. The event that I mentioned earlier that will be on February 16th will be at the event. The Ventura Beach Club. And you can... And the pre-sale tickets you can buy online for this... For the event of the... Valentine's Mob Casino Date Night... Event. Tickets are pre-sale for $15 on the Industry Horror website.